Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're here this week with our friend Ina Koppel from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, Ina is the owner of Woodmere Fitness Club, WFC, which is kind of like a junior partner with WFAC. Yep. Uh, it's just an interesting coincidence that the initials are, you know, kind of what they are. So, you know, I've really been thinking about this about this interview, and I think what we we're going to start with is is full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. Ina is Russian. Yes. All right. I have here a trash of cables from Ina, and. I think that it's important to go ahead and state right up front <laughs> that Ina and I are in collusion. Absolutely. We have been collusion for quite some time. We collude <laughs> frequently. Uh, Ina comes to Wichita Falls occasionally. For instance, she was here recently at the convention and yes. uh, started straight coaches convention. She colluded with several of the coaches. In our organization, I—I um, I, I think you'd have to say that collusion has been rampant. I think you'd probably have to say that uh, that collusion has influenced uh, things that uh, our organization, the Starting Strength Coaching Association, uh, yes. has done. So this collusion is. Uh, trash of cables and the collusion is uh, widespread and rampant rampant oh yes yes throughout the company throughout the company throughout the organization collusion between yes. our organization and Ina who is Russian <laughs> so I just I feel so much better that that's off our chest now uh, yeah bring it out uh, do you know that guy that everybody's eating lunch with there in Washington? The the uh, no, not personally. The, you don't know the guy. What was his name? Dmitriev or Metveyev or Berkashansky? What what was what was that? The Russian ambassador's name. Everybody ate lunch with him. Ina doesn't know him. How, if Ina doesn't yeah. know him, how important can he possibly be? He's not very important. He's not. He was important. He'd be here. Yeah, we'd be interviewing him if he was important. Right, that's right. right? So, Ina, tell us a little about your club. Uh, just recently, uh, uh, you had a guy uh, come in and make a, a, a nice-looking professional video uh, yeah. that had a lot to do with uh, uh, the women that are members of your club. Tell us a little bit about it, and then we're going to see the video. Yeah. So his name is Craig Shatner, and he is a filmmaker who one day uh, stumbled across a video of my girls squatting in skirts, um, and he was quite shocked to see Orthodox women barbell training, and he thought, well, what's that? And Let me figure it out, and let me see what's going on, and he was inspired to do a story, a piece about it, and he himself is Jewish, so he thought he should learn more about uh, the culture because he actually didn't have a lot of background in Judaism and he had a lot of questions and he wanted to know about uh, 
what drew these women to the gym and what made them want to lift and how unusual it was to see Orthodox women taking part in barbell training. So he came and he, he told their story. And uh, the more that he uh, interviewed the women, the more he learned about, um, the more he made it about like a personal story. Well, I'll like. tell you what, let's go ahead and look at the video. It's only two, three minutes long. And let's, uh, let's, let's look at it and see what, uh, let's show everybody what actually took place. Sure. And uh, we'll look at that right now. first moved in it wasn't the case um, but now now it is now they call it like a little Brooklyn and here's our gym so it's a nice lot and you know when I found the space I thought okay great end of Central Avenue off of a parking lot we're in business when you own a gym you're always shopping stuff you definitely have to be strong to own a gym I don't know it wasn't a place for a woman who wanted to weightlifts separate than men um, until Ina opened up the weightlifting part of the studio and it just opened up really like a, I guess a whole new world for me. Weightlifting was a man thing. It wasn't even a question like I never really thought women did it. It was always a man, you know, you thought of a man with the barbells. I was afraid because, you know, we grow up assuming men lift only. There have been kosher gyms or, you know, separate gyms, women only, or separate times, but uh, never weightlifting, so Ina's on the cutting edge. You can sort of peek through the door, but <laughs> see if we bust you. Here, we have women's hours, and like in the presence of all women, you're allowed to, you know, dress not fully covered head to toe. The only person who really should see you not covered is your husband, and it's, 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 a, it's very private. And like women do have, we have a dress code where the skirts are a certain length, the sleeves are a certain length, and it's just a question, you know, we're princesses, and we're, we're not going to walk around in tank tops. You're not going to see the queen in a tank top. It's a closed environment to respect the customs of modesty. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's interesting, you know, you see many um, religious women coming here. Uh, you know, they take off their, their head coverings and they work out really, really hard and they leave and they it's back on and they're off to their, all their responsibilities as, as religious women. It says, you know, in, according to the Torah, that you are supposed to take care of your body so that you can do your roles in life, what you are meant to be here for. Hi. I was hoping my toe would come out good for Jay. Looks good. This is normal. This is our normal. Thursday, challah, chicken soup, shopping for Shabbos, pairing the kids after school. That's my purpose, I think. This place saved me. It's about me, you know? 
nothing's usually about me. It's usually about your kids and your family and um, everyone else. But we have to find that happy medium within this culture that we, we matter. I'm doing some deadlifts today. I'll start warm up at 95 pounds. I'll work my way up to 192 pounds. Okay. It's good, it's heavy. We're on to the work set now. Taking care of a family is a big responsibility, especially for the working mom like Frady. And I think that coming here and getting healthy and strong helps her be her best self outside of here. It makes her feel herself, like she, it brings out the real her, like she enjoys it a lot and that makes me happy. So I think we're brought up thinking that um, it's not about us. We're moms first. Everything's about our family and our husbands and our children first. And that's our culture. I think a lot of people get stuck on that. But you can't be a good mom or a good wife if you're not strong. I know it's about 194, 195 of a deadlift, um, close to 100 in a bench press, and somewhere in between for the uh, squatting. 182. There you go. You told me somewhere <laughs> in between. I wasn't sure how my husband would think about it or my kids. It's something that you're just not used to hearing about. Women weightlifting, it's just not something common. Who's interested in doing weightlifting? It's not just the weight that I can lift, but I'm showing them that there's so much they can do. They're not stuck. And I think that that's what has to change in, in our culture and in, in this thinking of Orthodox women can't do anything for themselves, but really, you really have to. That's a, that's a nice job the guy did. What uh, is his intended use for this thing? Because uh, uh, that, well, there's a really nice professional treatment of the yeah. of the topic. He, the thing looks real nice and slick, and, and he mm -hmm. uh, did an excellent job of telling an important story about the 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 gym you've got. Yeah, he um, he actually submitted it to film festivals as well as uh, newspapers like the New York Times and um, Huffington Post and places like that. And he's had a lot of interest and, um, you know, people want to see more background story on it. And so he wound up doing a more personal piece on it and interviewing one of the women in particular, Frady, to do um, a little piece about her life, what it was like to be a mom, weightlifting, a Jewish mom and all that. So, Well, for a lot of people that don't... Uh understand exactly what is going on up there in Woodmere. Why don't you describe uh, uh, the demographic that you deal with because uh, the, the video was about it, but I, 
I think probably most people in the country don't really understand a lot of this. I certainly mm -hmm. didn't until I visited you about 15 times and uh, kind of got a feel for the for the area around there. It's 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 different than North Texas. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So um, I have a 100% female population. I mean, sometimes we let Nick in the building. So, you know, I don't want to say it's 100%. Nick D'Agostino, starting strength coach, uh, is, <laughs> yes. is the Nick she's talking about. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and it's uh, largely, uh, you know, moms and grandmothers who train by us and they're uh, Jewish women, uh, most of them Orthodox Jewish women. So they keep uh, customs like the Sabbath weekly and um, all the Jewish holidays and their life is centered around family and traditions and taking care of the family, celebrating holidays together, getting the homes ready, getting the meals ready. Uh, they're working full time. They work very hard. Um, and and yeah. your your gym membership is 100% women, and you primarily yes. cater to this particular religious demographic there yes. in the five towns area of Long Island. Yes, absolutely. Right. We do get some people who visit us from Brooklyn and Queens uh, for form checks now and things like that. But um, 100%, really, it's all women and it's all local women. And so we've really influenced the community a lot. Well, that makes you a very interesting kind of gym and, and one that's very different than uh, all of the other starting strength gyms in the country and the vast, gigantic majority of all the gyms in this industry. And uh, what, do you, uh, what do you do that is uh, uh, special for the, for the ladies that train with you? So what, what we have to provide is an environment that um, helps them be able to maintain their, um, the, the obligations of the religion so they can't be seen um, without, you know, without being covered. So we have to cover our windows. Um, we don't have men in the building. They can come in and feel comfortable taking off their skirts and changing into fitness clothing, uncovering their hair. They have to keep their hair covered uh, if they're married. And there's a lot of customs that they have to adhere to. And it's easier to train in a setting like ours where it's all women and we make it very private. And so they can comfortably train, dress as they want, and um, still respect the religious boundaries. And as we have. saw in the video, they, uh, they train. Ina trains yeah. these women in, in the uh, starting strength method, and uh, uh, Ina and her staff are uh, uh, real diligent in their application of the, uh, of the training methods that uh, we at Starting Strength have, have developed. And it's just an interesting, uh, I guess the interesting thing about it is, is that uh, uh, the same method that we have used successfully for everybody in the world they've taken and applied it to a, a rather narrow demographic and uh and the response to it has been oh quite positive oh, it's fantastic i have to tell you that i don't think that any other kind of method would work um if there is another method out there i don't think that there is another method that they would have taken to i don't think they would do something without thought uh, this is a, a culture of people who are extremely intelligent, very, um, very hardworking, very diligent, 
very committed. And so when they take on a task, they put all of themselves into it and they stick to it. And so because the starting strength method has, you know, physiology to consider, has in it biomechanics and it considers science, they appreciate it more than something that's just for aesthetics. And they like to learn about all of the all of the things that comprise the method. They're interested in the reading, they're interested in the learning part. And if it if it wasn't so grounded in science, they would not take part in it because they're they're very committed to their health. And they feel that it's their religious obligation to take care of their bodies that God has given them. And they feel that starting strength is the method that allows them to do that. Well, it, it probably appeals to them uh, in a way that uh, uh, more aesthetically directed types of programs don't. Um, you know, if uh, if you go into uh, uh, you know most women's clubs around the country, the drivel that you hear is uh, yeah. is one hundred percent about getting into that little black dress, that kind of thing, and yeah. uh, and these women are not. Uh, that kind of thing doesn't appeal to them because of their culture. No. And uh, so what what your gym has done is jump over that hurdle and yes. get right to the the guts yes. of the science of, of, of strength training. And uh, it's interesting that uh, this appeals to them in that way. Uh, well, I, I guess you know it's what? not surprising, but it is, it's interesting. You have to understand, I mean, you know, look, they look at myself and my fitness instructors and we're in great shape. And when you talk about toning and aesthetics, look, they want to know how do we get in such great shape? And the way we do is because we lift and um, for them, that's attractive as well. But what it really is about is, look, a lot of them have four to five kids in each family, if not more. A lot of them are grandmothers already at a young age, and they have huge responsibilities, and they want to have the strength to take care of their families. And this allows them to have a more kind of economical uh, workout schedule, get the most out of their training while still having energy to care for their families. And that's really important. And to them, they want to be healthy grandmothers because they know that they're going to have to take care of a lot of grandchildren and they want to be strong enough to do it and starting strength allows that and that's the truth well it's uh it's an interesting little development to to have uh, occurred up in uh, this little segment of long island that's uh yeah essentially uh uh a jewish ghetto mm -hmm. uh in the in the geographic sense of the term, you've got you live right in the middle of a oh yeah of a of an intensely Jewish neighborhood that yeah. is almost exclusively Jewish, almost yeah. exclusively conservative Jewish, mm -hmm. and this method is thriving, thriving in in a place where uh, a lot of people would not even have it wouldn't have dawned on them to even try it there because of uh, preconceived notions they have about the way the thing would be received among these people. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, it's just interesting that we have a starting strength gym in the five towns of Long Island. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're hardworking people, and so I think they appreciate the effort it takes to stay on a program. And um, very intelligent people, and intelligent people are attracted to this method, I find. Mm -hmm. I think anyone who's going to take the time right. to 
complete a hard program to get through. I mean, they, they want to know the reason why uh, we make changes that we do. They like learning about all of the physical things that happen to the body and how to recover better. And, and let's just, you know, a simple fact of nobody wants to get injured. No one has time to be hurt. Right. By uh, by silly gym experiences, and they know that when they come to us, um, we have a zero percent uh, injury rate. Well, there's no jumping around on the floor. There's no right. You know, tests yeah. of maximum strength in odd positions, and right. all of the things that go with modern. There's no burpees. Boot no burpees camp fitness deadlifts. and and uh, oh, you know the CrossFit phenomenon. There's not our our stuff is very structured and. Yeah, when and, we strength train, uh, we I hate have to a use the term system. low impact, but really that's exactly yeah. what it is. And yeah. uh, it allows them it allows them to get strong enough to enjoy all their other physical activities, whether they're taking a fitness class or getting ready for holidays. I mean, they want to mm-hmm. feel strong, they want to feel energetic, and this allows them to do that. And people are bringing their moms too. People have been bringing girls have been bringing their moms, saying, "Look, my mom, I can tell things are changing for her." And I'm worried about her. And I heard that you know how to work with older women. And they've been bringing us their moms. And they love it. They're responding very well to it. Well, that's that's excellent. I'm glad the program is growing. Um, yes, it is. Well, I, I mm-hmm. appreciate your, your coming on with us today, Ina. Thanks for having me. And uh, best of luck uh, with Woodmere Fitness Club and all of our friends up in uh, – up in Long Island, we will be uh, back there in April for another starting yeah. strength seminar. Uh, That's right. We just got up back from up there uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was, it was a this great is time. being recorded. I don't know when it's going to run, but we we've been back oh, a couple of weeks from up there, and I still can taste Umberto's pizza. <laughs> New York pizza can't be beat. Oh, what a what a treat to get to go eat there Sunday night. Oh, God almighty. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll take I you back there. Hungry. Okay, thanks, Ian. Appreciate your coming on the podcast thanks, with us today, and we'll talk to you again soon. And thank you, you for it. joining us today. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye.